0: Happy Friday morning, everybody. I'm still in Pensacola, Florida. I will be leaving here Sunday and headed over to Daytona Beach, Florida with Brother Rusty and Nephew Steven for Daytona Bike Week. However, I have had to think long and hard about this next subject. I have been, um, I have been asked by several people. Kenny Wallace, are you going to give your opinion on Dale Earnhardt Jr. and NBC not working together anymore? Well, I had to think long and hard about that. I think about um, things that I've been taught in the past. If I give my opinion on the Dale Earnhardt Jr. NBC situation, how does it benefit me? Well, first of all, Dale Earnhardt Jr. is a very good friend of mine and I could just call him up. Um, However, I don't want to really do that. Uh, The other thing is I worked for Fox Sports out of Los Angeles, NASCAR on Fox. My boss was Eric Shanks, Jacob Bowman, Steve Craddock, the same boss. Those people were the same boss of Troy Aikman, uh, you know, Joe Buck, uh, the superstars. So I know a lot about the subject. I don't know a lot about Dale Jr. and NBC. However, I have a pretty good idea because I did TV for 14 years. Uh, I would like to say that I have worked in TV at the highest level. And I think you all know that. I think you acknowledge that. Uh, I've worked in the booth. um, And I I think that I'm going to go ahead and give you my opinion on Dale Jr. and the NBC situation. And here's why. This will be the ending. The reason I'm going to give you my opinion... Hey, Herman, are you really going to go there? How does it benefit you? Yes, I'm really going to go there, and here's why. Because that's what I do. Fox TV paid me for 14 years. I was told this. Kenny Wallace, you go up there. NASCAR Race Day, built by the Home Depot. Then it was NASCAR Race Day, fueled by Sunoco. We had two sponsors for the same show. It was Home Depot, and then it was Sunoco. And they said, we want you to go up there. Say what you believe. So I was taught by uh, TV executives to go up there and give my opinion. If I believe it, say it. Uh, So that's what I'm going to do. But the other part of this is... It cannot be a shit show. So what I say has to be respectful. Uh, there are some people in the TV industry that just light a fire. I don't light a fire. You know, when, whenever somebody comes up to me, they say, you're so raw. Kenny Wallace, you're so raw. You, you say what you think, but I'm not mean. That's the difference, okay? I'm not mean. So I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna give this, I'm gonna I'm gonna give this a go. And we're gonna start like this. I'm gonna tell you my real story, okay? But let me put a disclaimer in here. I quit TV, that's a fact. You can ask Steve Craddock, you can ask Jacob Ullman, my bosses. Call them and ask them. I got lonely, I got depressed, I got tired of being on the road. The airport, the commercial airport, was the death of me. I still say to this day, if you could have picked me up in a helicopter at the front door of my house, then I would still be doing TV, but those commercial airports and those lonely nights in the hotel rooms, and getting the rental car, and the fighting the people in the airport, getting on the airplane—I could not take it. it. It it will grind a grown person down. Um. So when I first start, now this is about Dale Jr. Okay. When I first started TV, I was a race car driver, okay? And that was always a joke inside the TV compound. People would start talking to me about, hey, man, you're great on TV. I'm like, I'm not a TV guy. I'm a race car driver. So when I did speed TV, I was was still driving the race car. And boy, they were so nice to me. I'd get done running a cup race in the Furniture Row car and I'd jump on the NASCAR Victory Lane set. Hey, Kenny, you know, all was good. I usually ran anywhere between 15th and 25th in that, that car. I was the first, you know, cup driver for Furniture Row. And, you know, we struggled a little bit. So um, I would run 15th to 25th. And when I worked for Speed TV, which was owned by Fox, they were awesome. They treated me like a million dollars. However, when I was done racing and I announced my retirement in 2015, it changed a lot. So the honeymoon was over. My honeymoon with TV was over. And here's why. I have heard, I have heard this statement, this true statement. I've heard this statement before That was given to another great, great champion over and over. Okay, you don't drive the race car anymore. You work for us now. Okay, I get that. Kale Yarborough always told me there's somebody bigger than you. There's always somebody bigger than you, whether it's your God or your boss. But the last thing you tell an athlete that has competed his whole life is, you work for us now. You're asking a great athlete that you chose to hire. You chose to hire this guy for your TV network. And you're saying, okay, you work for us now. No, that's not the way you say it. You say, hey, so happy you're part of our TV team now. So I watch TV, the TV industry. They hire the athlete because they want the athlete. It's their, their job. So in my opinion, you hire Dale Jr. because he's the most famous athlete in auto racing by far and probably top five athlete in America. I'd say for sure, top 10. Respond here. Is Dale Jr. top 10 athlete in America? I think he is. So Dale Jr. gets there and it's a honeymoon. Man, Dale Jr.'s here. The ratings are going to go through the roof because we got the most famous person now. I'll remind you, Dale Jr. is my friend, personal friend, not a little bit of friend. Like Dale Jr. is like my friend. Like, like we see each other. We're going to hug each other. We're going to talk every month, you know. So I know I'm taking a chance at this. The honeymoon was over between Dale Jr. and NBC. How, how many years has he been there? Three. The same as the honeymoon was over between, I mean, Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. Troy Aikman, Super Bowl winning quarterback. And all of a sudden, the honeymoon's over. Oh, you're going to go to work, you know. So those two, Troy Aikman, Joe Buck, they left Fox and went to ESPN. I feel like that no matter... What you do, it's always about a honeymoon, right? It's it's the same story I told you about Carl Edwards. Hey, hey, let me tell you something. I'm thinking right now. You're probably thinking, well, he he ain't got no juice on this. There's no controversy here. Well, there isn't. There is no controversy here. However, my 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 controversial opinion is this: they, NBC, fell out of love with Dale Jr. and. They just probably started treating them like a person, okay? You don't do that. Not when you're in the NASCAR Hall of Fame and you've won everything you've done, okay? Listen, I'm sorry and I'm sad to say, not everybody's the same, okay? Nobody is treated exactly the same because nobody's equal, okay? It's like William Byron said, and he said Max Pappas shared this with him, And this is an innuendo, I'm gonna warn you right now. Your pay is indicative of your personal value. So if you're a sideline reporter, you're gonna make 500,000 a year. However, if you're in the booth and you're in the NASCAR Hall of Fame and you've won a lot of races and you're the most famous racer, you're gonna make you know three, four million a year. Not based on your talent in the booth, based on who you are, because Dale Jr. is going to draw in ratings. Hey, I'm going to watch this race because my favorite driver is Dale Jr. Okay? That's the way it is. Respond right here. So my controversial take is NBC and Dale Jr. fell out of love, and I don't think that they saw his value anymore. So reports say that the streaming service, whoever Dale Jr., I guess Dale Jr. is gonna go to a streaming service next year, they see his value. (laughs) So Dale Jr.'s got the last word here. Somebody else wants Dale Jr., okay? So that's the way it works. I'm not gonna belabor the point. I'm not gonna choose anything else to say. I gave you my truth. Number one, They want you, they want you. So they get you. And then you're there, and then about year three, they go, eh, honeymoon's over, you work for us now. No, I don't work for you now, I'm part of your team now. Don't don't be trying to treat me like I'm just some Joe. I'm not. And that's when the honeymoon falls out, that exact moment right there. And then all of a sudden they try to start, you know, putting in the TV compound, here's your food. No, no, that's okay, I'll fit in like a team, but see what I mean? All those little innuendos. Now, that's enough about Dale Jr. Number one, the honeymoon was over, and uh, I just don't think that day, I think that they tried to treat him like a normal Joe. (laughs) And I don't think that worked, okay? I'm gonna be honest, I know what happened, and I can't tell you. But I think that give you a couple innuendos, and I I think Dale Jr. I think he'll watch this, and I think he'll appreciate, you know, my story. My story was what I told you. Hey, Kenny, come to work. Come to work. Okay, I'm a race car driver, and I'm working for him. But when I quit racing, and I became a normal TV guy. Then it's when they tried it. you know, it's like I was working for a damn, I don't know, it was like I had bosses. Well, we all know we got bosses, okay? You don't got to tell me you're my boss. I'm going to give you the respect. I'm going to go, hey, boss. Hey, boss. But in reality, we come from a race team. We're a team. I don't work for you. Crew chief don't work for me, and the driver don't work for the crew chief. We're a team. And when you go to be part of a TV team, you expect it to be that way. And then all of a sudden, you look around you and like, oh, you know, Troy Aikman, Joe Buck, they left. They went to ESPN. It's because the TV, they, they're done with you. They, they got what they think is their value out of you. And, uh, and then you're like, okay. But Dale Jr. won this. Dale Jr. is the winner because he's going to a, a streaming service. And I guess maybe they see his value a little more than NBC. And I'm going to leave you like this. If NBC wanted to keep Dale Jr., they would have kept him. All right, everybody. I hope you enjoyed this 14-minute segment. And it wasn't too, I taught you about TV. Remember, I worked at the highest level of TV. Was I in the booth for the cup race? No, but that don't matter because I, I did more. I did it all. So uh, I'm, not, I'm not patting my back, I'm just reminding you all. I guess I'm a little pissed about this too uh, because I know I know the real deal. It is a little disappointing, and you can see my face, it is a little disappointing when people, it's kind of like a marriage. I love you, I love you, let's get married. And then about, you know, year three or four, it's like, uh, you know, and, and that's what happens. So, um, but uh, congratulations, Dale Jr., you're going somewhere where they really want you. Because like I said, nobody said nothing to me about this. But once again, if NBC wanted him, they would have kept him. And um, all right, now remember, I know what happened, but I can't tell you what happened, although I shared some innuendo with you, figured out between yourself. But if NBC wanted him, they could have been able to keep him. I think this is good. I think I did good. All right. Remember, this is in podcast form, and you can, you can watch it on iTunes and Spotify. Please subscribe below. Now, I'm going to watch myself over and see if this is okay.